Hour of the Bees is the story of 12-year-old Carol, who is visiting her grandfather on his broken-down sheep ranch for the very first time, and they are moving him into an old folks' home for people with dementia, and he tells her stories that she comes to believe might actually be coming true, and it's about death, and it's about grief and family. Welcome to The Yarn, a Backpack Media production. In this episode, we continue our Unraveler series with debut author, Lindsay Eager. In each episode, a book creator will take you inside one of their books, their inspirations, fears, frustrations, triumphs, epiphanies, the whole thing pulled apart, unraveled. If you have an idea for an episode of The Yarn or a season, shoot us an email, theyarn at bkpk.media. Travis sat down with debut author Lindsay Eager in the Candlewick offices during the American Library Association's Midwinter Conference. I was very jealous. In this episode, Lindsay talks about her book, Hour of the Bees. Wait until you hear how long it took her to write the first draft. Mind blown. It is time to unravel Hour of the Bees. came up with the title first, Hour of the Bees, and when I went to write this, I was just trying to write something new. I had just trunked an old novel that wasn't working, and it was very sad, but very, I wanted to stay with my momentum that I had, and so I wrote down this title, and a story sort of spilled out of me in about 10 days. Um, I wrote the very first chapter, which is actually the second chapter in this book, is still that very same first chapter that I wrote, and it's pretty much stayed the same. Um, and as soon as I finished that first chapter, the rest of the story sort of flashed to me like lightning and I knew how it would end. Um, and I knew it would be a very magical story set in the desert, um, about a grandfather and a granddaughter sort of reaching across and healing an entire family. Uh, so I, I grabbed a blank notebook one morning, and it was early, and um, wanted to keep writing even when my daughter wanted breakfast and lunch and was ready to play. So I, I walked her up to the nearby park and let her play. Um, it was a hot, hot summer that year, and I sat under the shade of a tree and wrote all day. And I did that every day for uh, until it was pretty much finished. Um, and I work longhand, and so with blue crystal bix only blue <laughs> like my blue ink and uh just wrote until it was finished and then transcribed it all and thought okay i have something here that's different than anything i've ever written it's special and i think this might be the one so writing this book taught me how to trust my gut and how to sort of uncage the wild within and write weird stuff um and yeah it was difficult it was very difficult um especially feeling like am I allowed to do that am I going too far is this too weird is anyone going to get this um but I've learned from writing this book and um subsequent weird books is there will always be somebody who gets it and those are the people that matter not the people who don't get it so, um, that was, it was hard to sort of cage my inner editor and just be loose, but writing a book in 10 days, you sort of have to be loose. 
when my grandfather died and I had to really deal with death in a very personal way, I developed a very unhealthy fear of death. Um, I grew up in Utah where the dominant religion is um, the LDS church. It's very Christian. It's very focused on the afterlife. And for somebody who is losing a loved one, that's the last thing I want to hear is don't worry. It's just goodbye for a short time. You'll see him someday. Even as a kid, I was like, you don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't want to leave this life. This is where the good things are, the books and the food and the people and all the things that I love. And um, at times when I was a kid, it was, well, when I was a teenager, uh, my fear of death became maybe a little pathological. And I, I tried a lot of ways to deal with it. I did the all black sort of um, mourning the death of society as a whole thing. I got really into Egyptology for a while because I loved the, the idea of mummification and this preservation. I, um, but ultimately, um, I learned through writing this book and, and even still I'm learning that the best way to combat a fear of death is to just live really hard every single day. And when I come to the end of my life, which I am accepting will happen someday, maybe technology will prevent that by the time I'm, it's my time to go. Um, you know, death is a part of life. And if you live as hard as you can every day, then when it's your time to go, you don't have to be afraid because, you will have done your very best. And that's sort of what I wrote to explore. And now Lindsay reads from Hour of the Bees. How could bees take a lake, I say, a heavy dose of skepticism in my voice? I'll fight dementia with logic. Sir Hay leans close to me like it's a secret. One drop of water at a time. He smells of campfire, of old wood burning. If one bee can carry a single drop of water, a thousand bees can steal a puddle. To take our lake, our green glass lake, the bees came by the millions. They took the lake, and it's been drought ever since. Part of me knows I should wake Dad, let him know Sir Hay is lost in time and space, but I'm frozen to the porch floor with an image in my head, an army of sickle-winged bees, each with a drop of clear green water held in its spiky black legs. We never thought the bees would come back, but you've seen them, haven't you, Carolina? They're coming home at last. This is just a story, right? I whisper. It is my best story, he says. You're 12 this year, Chiquita. I'm surprised he knows this. Surprised he remembers, but he's probably kept count of every day since Grandma Rosa died. Twelve is the border between childhood and old. Are you too old for my stories, Carolina? Carolina. He pronounces my name like it's the secret ingredient in one of Mom's Mexican dinners. No, I cross my legs and settle near his snake-stomping boots. I'm not too old. Serge smiles, his watery blue eyes crinkling. The story begins, like all good stories, with Once Upon a Time. <laughs> 